All right, all right. This Don't is Watchman on the radio. Wall. This is Watchman on the Wall coming in, coming in, coming in. Can you hear me loud and clear? This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio. And I'm going on down there in uh, what you call it, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, on Block Talk Radio. And then I'm going to cross on over there to Labutt, Texas there. And I have a brother, Tim Jackson, a man of God that's ready to tell you something about Jesus Christ. That's what we come here. That's why we're on here. They tell him what he did 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross. We don't preach nothing but save Jesus and him crucified and him sanctifying and him justifying and him coming back again on this planet, not Mars, not Jupiter, not Saturn, but he's coming back to Earth, the Earth that he came to 2,000 years ago. He made the Earth and everything therein. It belongs to him, and we're here to tell you that he's coming back to straighten this stuff out. Amen. Too much mess has been going on for 6,000 years. 6,000 years, the devil has rampaged the planet. He has ripped people's souls and damn more souls than any other entity on the planet. And the Lord is saying, time is out. And we're here to tell you, get ready, get ready, get ready for the Lord. God Almighty is coming back again. Amen. Just before I go and give it to Brother uh, Tim Jackson, he's on now, I'm going to say a few words, and then I'm going to give it over to him. He's going to pray, and then he's going to start to kick off. I'm just going to put some some inserts in here to let you know what's going on in this on the, in the world today. And we know that uh, Israel is having some problems. The problem is there's nations that surrounded Israel today that's planning to overthrow and dethrone Israel as being a nation. That's what they're trying to do. And I got some information here I'm gonna give I'm gonna give to you and those that's listening out there. And if I was you, if you have any friends or anybody that you wanna uh uh invite to your house or tell them to tune to the radio station, they need to hear this. They need to hear this now. Amen. This is coming from uh, the Word of God. It's coming from the church. The church. I'm not talking about the church that Jesus Christ purchased with his own blood. Because if you're living in Christ, and truly in Christ, we should be interested in the Jews, interested in salvation, interested in the Messiah, and anything that has to do with Jesus Christ, we should be interested. So I'm going to give you some information. The brother's going to have prayer after that. And then he's going to get the ball rolling. <clears throat> we have six nations that's surrounding Jerusalem now, and I'm going to name the six nations and let you know what 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 they got, what kind of equipment they got. Uh, the Amen. Hezbollah, the Hezbollah has an estimated of a hundred and fifty thousand rockets and missiles, and it can launch more than two thousand rockets per day, capable of striking. Anywhere in Israel, Hamas and the Palestinians, the Islams, and jihads have 30,000 rockets throughout the Gaza, Gaza Strip. Communities can be reached, major cities across the Jewish state. Number three, <clears throat> we have 
Israel is surrounded by Arab nations and Iran. These countries outnumber Israel more than 650 to 1 in terms of land, 56 to 1 in population. All but Egypt, Jordan, and the UAE, and Bahrain, and Sudan, and Morocco fuses to recognize or normalize the relations with Israel. These are Arab nations. These are nations that have so much equipment. Let's get down here and show, show you how much equipment they got. <clears throat> so the Syrians are spending $6 billion on armaments. That's Syria, $6 billion. Wow. Lebanon is spending $800 million. Iraq is spending $150 million. The Gaza Strip is spending $150 million. Yemen, Yemen is spending $20 million. The total, the whole total of all the armaments and nuclear bombs and rockets and, and uh, uh, what you call them things? They, fly, they, they have them. Um, they, 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 fly, they fly with remote control. I forgot drones. what the name of them. Called drones. Yeah, drones. Oh, yeah, drones. The, drones. They got flying drones. They got all this equipment, and it comes to seven billion dollars of nuclear armaments that they are planning to degrade and overthrow Israel as being a nation. This is what they're planning now. So when you hear this, you don't hear this on the news. You don't hear this on the daily news. What we hear is we hear killing, murder, rape. We hear all this crap that's going on, but there's something behind all this that's going to terrorize this world pretty soon. And what we as preachers, as ministers of God, we are telling you, you better get ready to meet your maker. Now, you can meet him at the cross or you can meet him at the gates of hell. Because if you reject the cross, I guarantee you, you're going to meet the one that you serve. And the one that you're serving, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you're serving Lucifer. And this is what Lucifer is trying to do. He's trying to eliminate God's people. He's trying to eliminate the church. He's trying to eliminate any born-again believer that have trusted in Jesus Christ. And we as ministers, Brother Tim Jackson and Brother uh, Dr. Bazaar or whatever you want to call me, and I tell you, you can call me anything, but don't call me late for dinner. And I'm getting ready to go Amen. to dinner. It ain't no, it ain't no average dinner. <laughs> it's the, the dinner of the Lamb's Supper. I'm going to go to glory. But the world today is in bad shape as far as the war mongrels that's trying to eliminate God's people. Now, brother, what you call him? Come on, and he's gonna have prayer. And after he have prayer, he's got to hear him. He's got to. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna play some ball with us. He's gonna let us know, hey, Amen, what is going on. And he's gonna hand it back to me, and we're gonna transpire each and every twenty or twenty-five minutes. All right, brother, brother. Uh, 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 well, let my thought comes to me, brother. Uh, Jackson, Jack. you go ahead and have prayer, and then from there, we're going to go to the cross. Amen, amen. All glory be to the Most High. Let us pray. 
Dear Most Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for life itself. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for our well-being. We thank you for, most of all, our eternal salvation through your Son, Yeshua. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for life itself, Yahweh. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Heavenly Father, we thank you for protecting us and keeping us as we go about our daily lives. Heavenly Father, we just come praying that our message reach the world, dear Heavenly Father, that we reach as many souls as we possibly can before it is too late, before you reach your son return to get to church, dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father, come quickly. We believe your word, dear Heavenly Father. We believe that your works, dear Heavenly Father, in growing the kingdom are in effect right now. We complain that your Holy Spirit come down and bless the saints, dear Heavenly Father. We pray that your Spirit come down and touch someone, dear Heavenly Father, that has yeah. not received salvation, dear Heavenly Father. Bless them to receive salvation, Heavenly Father, before it is too late. We bless and praise your holy name, dear Heavenly Father. We pray that, that me and Elder Bazaar come and we speak your word, dear Heavenly Father, according to your Spirit. We bless and praise your holy name forevermore. Amen and amen. Amen, brother. Thank you for that prayer. Amen. All glory be to the Most High. Amen. Amen. The world must be aware of what's about to take place. Amen. We don't want no one lost. Amen. We're going to continue to say the same thing. Amen. What the world is unaware of is, like the brother said, they're covering a lot of stuff on the news to cover up what's really going on. There's a lot of demonic activity in the world. Amen. These yes. people are serving Satan. They are they you got people in the world that serve Satan, even talking about the rapture, because they know. Amen. They know. The elite they sold their soul to the devil. They have sold their soul and they have they have been lied to and told that once you sell your soul and accept this money and sign that contract. There is no redemption, but I'm here to tell you right now that's a lie from the pits of hell. Yeah. Amen. Our Heavenly Father and His Son saves. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He saves. He saves souls. The devil does not have the power to own your soul. He, that's a lie from the pits of hell. There is no such thing as selling your soul because the soul doesn't belong to Satan to sell. Amen. Your Come soul on. belongs to God. God is the author and creator of all things. He is the one that created you. He's the one that gave you your soul. The devil don't have that type of power to claim your soul. He just does not. That's a lie from the pits of hell. If you want to be saved and delivered from everlasting sin and everlasting destruction, Woo! all you, you have to do. Amen. Amen, doctor. Thank you. All you got to do is confess with your mouth. And believe with your heart. Amen. As the scripture says. Come on, said. preacher. Come on, preacher. That's all you got to do. And the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. And that's what we want. We we want nothing less than for you to be saved. We don't want to see nobody lost because we know the such consequences of standing at the great white throne judgment. Come on. Amen. Come on. And being judged. Amen. Your soul will be lost for all eternity. If you close your eyes, if you die on this side, if you take your last breath and you have not confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that God has raised Christ from the dead for salvation, you will be lost for all eternity. Once you close your eyes and the the death angel takes you down to the pits of hell, you're going to be crying out and hollering. Come on, preacher. 
Mm-hmm. And there is no return. No. Lord, have mercy. No. There is no return. There is no second chance. There is no, um, um, what's that thing they used to call it? Purgatory. purgatory. Yeah, that nonsense. There is no purgatory. Amen. That's not even in the Bible. No. Amen. This is your chance. You get a second chance every day you wake up. Every day you Come wake on, up, Richard. your next breath. Amen, brother. Every day you take your next breath. That is your second chance. The people of the world, that, that uh, the entertainers, whether they be people who are in Hollywood, um, they are they are talking about. I'm like, why are they talking about the rapture? Who told them about that? Come on and see. They are going to miss out because they've been lied to that they cannot be redeemed. I'm here to tell you that if you listen to this show today, no matter where you come from or what your circumstance or how bad you think you are, everyone that has breath in their body can be redeemed. All mm. glory be to the most high God. Yeah. We want yeah. to receive salvation. We don't want to see nobody lost. Amen. But, but we just want to, to bring that to the forefront. There are, there are uh, portals all over this planet. These ancient monuments contain portals to to other dimensions, other worlds. But guess what? Amen. When Christ takes the church out of here, the church not going to have to worry about what's about to happen. Amen. We're going Amen. To camp. The Bible says that I will keep you from the hour of temptation yes, that will sir. come on all of the world. That's what it says in yeah. Revelation 3 and 10. We don't have to worry about going through come the on. tribulation. Come on. Amen. And, and again, you know, just thinking about what this this young rapper he was saying. I saw this little thing on YouTube, and he and he had um made this this little um crazy statement talking about if the people that's there hasn't been raptured up. He said that all those people are going to hell with him. Now that's a demon speaking through him. And yes, how silly! How silly would, does it seem for you to be? At a concert, when somebody's talking like that, basically just condemning you to hell with them. Man, I tell you right now, if the people there had any type of sense, they would have been running out of there, Come out of on, that little concert. Amen. Yeah. Get away from that nonsense. But the problem is people are so invested in sin. They didn't spend their money. They ain't got dressed up, got their hairs done, the, the, the new outfits, the nails done, whatever, whatever, whatever that, that the people got ready for. To go to these concerts, these folks don't mean you no well. But Come on. They, they don't mean you no good. Amen. No. They don't mean you no good at all. This is a evil world. 6,000 years ran by Lucifer himself. Lucifer. Lucifer. Satan himself has had 6,000 year grip. Do you know what that means? 6,000 hmm. years. In other words, He's 6,000 years ahead of you. Amen. He's 6,000 yes, he years ahead of you. You can't outthink the devil. Amen. The Bible said that he was in heaven since the beginning. He was crowned upon high wisdom. He's very intelligent. And I'm not bragging on him. I'm just telling what the Bible said. The Bible said he's very knowledgeable. Amen. That's why it's going to take Christ, Yeshua, our Lord and Savior, Come to, on, to, on, to step on his, to stomp on his head. Amen. And to put his enemies under his feet. Lucifer yeah. is cast down into the pits of hell, the bottomless pits of hell, amen, for 1,000 years. We already have the victory. Man, I don't know what, I don't know what, what else it's going to take for people to understand. We're going to win anyway. 
Who you likes win? to win? I love to win. Amen. <laughs> it's already set. Amen. The game is Amen. already set. As a default, we've already won. Ain't no need in fighting. Ain't no need in arguing with people. I don't waste my time. I start. I stop arguing with people about the Bible almost 20 years ago. Back in 2004, I told myself, I'm not going to argue with people about the Bible no more. Because you want to know why? Amen. Most people that I debate about uh, debate with the Bible, about the Bible don't have any type of spiritual wisdom or knowledge anyway. They don't have no type of knowledge to even debate with. They're not even on your level. The Bible Come says on. cast not pearls among the Who's swine. Trying? Amen. I'm just yeah. being real with you. So we yeah. can't waste our time. God don't want us wasting our time with people. Hey, if they don't want to hear, if they want to be have a rebellious, reprobate spirit, pray for them. Love on them. Say, brother, sister, I'm praying for you. I wish you the best. And move on. Amen. And trust yeah. me, there have been some people that I've witnessed to that didn't believe at first, but they came back later, and they ended up getting saved. They got saved. Come on. Amen. Come on. And that's okay. Amen. Because it's, it's, it's not for us to save us. Save them. Who saved? Christ saved. God gave Christ the power to save. <laughs> we on. are the mouthpiece. We are the instruments. And our job is just to simply go and tell the world. Amen. Like I told one brother before, brother, it's not my job to convince you. Amen. Because he tried to tell me, brother, you ain't convinced me enough. I said, it's not my job to convince you. My job is to simply tell you. But if you don't receive Christ before you take your last breath in this life, you will stand before the great judge, which is Christ. Amen. And the Messiah. And he's going to bring up the day that everyone has witnessed to you. Everybody has tried to encourage you to get saved, to talk to you about getting, about salvation, and you snubbed your nose at him. It's going to come, come back on, and it's going to be reminded. And the worm that never dies is going to remind you of all the evil deeds that people have done for all eternity. Again, who will want to be in that nonsense? No, Amen. You no, see these, no, these, 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 Amen. You Amen. see these, these gay uh, lesbian whatever they call LGBT, whatever they were called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they had another alphabet on them now. Amen. I said, Lord, have mercy. Amen. Amen. And what you see happening is that they are rising up. They're becoming yes, strong. They are. And I told you all, Amen, brother. Amen. I told you all yesterday. I'm gonna give it to you, give it back to the brother. I told you all on yesterday. Amen. I told you all on yesterday. Why now? Why this time? Why now? If you read the Bible, amen, and you think about it, what what did Daniel say? What did Christ say? There will be no time like Amen. Since the beginning. Amen. Not not to Daniel's time, not to Christ's time. In other words, there's going to be such an evil wickedness. Such an evil wickedness on the planet. Amen. Come on. On the planet. Such an evil on wickedness. On the planet. And we see it taking place right now. Right now. People, it used to be a time where you hear about shootings maybe once every one to five, five to ten years. You may have heard about a, a public shooting. Then it started happening maybe once or twice a year. Then it got shot down to once or twice a month. Now we're getting down to almost once or twice a week, brother. We hear about somebody going to a public place, shooting and killing people, some type of public event throughout the week. I hate to say it, but within the next week or so, we're going to hear about some more shootings. This is the world that we live in. 
Amen. The world Amen. is born in wickedness and evilness. Amen. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but right. principalities of wickedness in high places. These yeah. demons are going nuts. Do you hear me? They're going nuts. Amen. Amen. Because they know that the time is almost up. They're taking as many souls as possible to the pits of hell. They can't wait till the Holy Spirit step back and allow the, allow the Antichrist to come on the scene. Because once yes, he do, there's going to be so much evil, wickedness, widespread all over the mm-hmm. entire earth. It's, it's going to be a sad time to sad even, time. even be here on this planet. It's going to be sad. People yeah. going to be dying by not, 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 not just the tens or the hundreds, not even just by the thousands, but the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people will lose their lives during the Great Tribulation. Amen. No, we, we highly encourage you to get turn over to the brother. We highly encourage you to receive salvation before it's too late. Amen. It's not, not our Amen. job to pump and prime you and to try to get you saved or to beg you to be saved, but it's our job to simply love on you and speak the, the, the Paul says, speak the word of God in truth and in love. We don't yeah. want nobody to be lost. Go ahead, doctor. Take it away. Ooh, man, man, man. Tell the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Set you free. Amen. Jesus right. Christ said, I am the way, I am the way, I am the truth. I am the truth, and I am the light, and I am the light. Whoever follows me, Jesus Christ, not Brother Bazaar, don't follow me. Uh, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. I'll say the same thing, follow me as I follow Christ. But see, put all your following in Jesus Christ, because he's the one that never made a mistake. He's the son of God. He's God in the flesh. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the creator. He's the maker. He's the designer of the whole universe. And he knows what he's doing. Never made a mistake. He's everywhere. There's nowhere he can't be because he's everywhere. Amen. And since he's the God of God and the Lord of Lords, how come you won't serve him? How come we won't believe in him? How come we won't trust in him? You trust in everything else that don't mean nothing. And the devil, people put their trust in financial. They put their trust in their looks. They put their trust right, in right. everything but Jesus Christ. Preachers put their right. trust in money and fame and glory. And now the church is at a point now we don't know who to believe. People say, oh, I don't know. I don't know about him. I don't know about him. But read your own Bible. If you read your Bible, God will reveal right. to you what to believe in and what he That's did right. for you. Well, Christ is the only one that did what he did. And that was he suffered. Amen. He died, put in the grave. Third day he got up out the grave and said, I'm going away. And he said, if I go away, I will absolutely, definitely come back again. Well, we're at that point now where he can appear anytime. But we do realize he cannot appear in the early months of the spring. He cannot appear in the summertime. If Jesus Christ is going to come back to get to church, it will be in the fall month. The fall month is September, August, September, and October. So what I'm telling you now, I ain't going to tell you what day because I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. There's a season in time that God has already planned, and he tells the church. He tells the church. He tells the world. But he tells the church first, 
Don't be caught off guard. I'm coming as a thief in the night. I'm going to come surprisingly to those that is not looking for me. And there's a lot of church folks. uh, Look here. There's a lot of church folks that ain't looking for the return of Christ. There's a lot of church folks that's not looking for the return of Christ. That's why we got so much garbage going on in the church. People doing everything in the church. They're doing things in the church that the, the circle of the world ain't even doing. Amen. You've got convicts in the church. You've got liars in the church. You've got backbiters right. in the church. You've got loose women in the church. You've got prostitution in the church. They ain't looking for Christ. They're looking to get their goodies. They're looking for to get their money. They're looking for to get for business. But let me tell you, he said, the day and hour, you know not when I come, but I'm coming as a thief. And if you ever had anything stole from you, Good God Almighty, it hurts. You wake up in the morning and your car is gone. You're going to be surprised. You're going to be mad. You're going to be upset. Where they take my car? Repossession, man. You didn't pay them bills. You didn't pay that bill. They surprisingly took your, they wouldn't know your car. You just buying the car and you didn't make that payment. You come as a thief in the night. And Jesus Christ said, now look to the church, get ready. Church is getting ready to go home. Come on, church, wake up. Come on, preacher. Amen. Quit trying to go to a, a, a big banquet or big uh, motivation speeches and sit down and debate the Bible. The Bible is not to be debated. You know what the Bible says? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his what? Righteousness. Righteousness. And I will add whatever you need. That's Bible. That's Bible is not somebody getting up, somebody send me a $50, send me $60, I got to get a plane, I got to buy a house, I got to do the. <laughs> that ain't the gospel. That's, that, that's, that's a right. bunch of junk. That junk comes from the pits of hell because Jesus Christ didn't come down here to sell the gospel. He come down here to die for your sins that through him you can receive eternal life so you will not have to go to hell. Because the Bible said this. Brother Bazaar ain't said this. Brother Tim ain't said this. Jesus Christ Amen. said, broad is the way that leadeth into destruction, and many go in there. For narrow is the way, and straight is the gate, and very few will find it. So what, what Jesus is saying? Jesus said, majority of people will be lost, not because he can't save, but because people don't want to be saved. And if you don't want to be saved, Christ cannot save you. You got to want to be. <laughs> you, got to, you, you got to have it in your heart and mind. I want to be a child of God. I want my sins forgiven. I want to come to Christ. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to have to pay for my own sin. If Christ paid for my own sin, why should I let uh, uh, my soul be lost because I feel like I'm all right through religious activity. You can be so religious that you can have people confused. But the uh, thing about it, salvation, salvation is not a religion. No way. Salvation is a relationship with God Almighty through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you come to Christ, you will know God right away. You don't have to wait for three days or 30 days or 40 days or a year. He said, if you come to me now and you uh, confess your sins and you repent, come on now, turn from your wickedness and humble
humble yourself and call in the name of the Lord, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. S-A-V-E-D. Period. Not half saved. Not saved for the day and lost tomorrow and then saved again for the next day. You're saved forever. You know what forever is? means forever. That means you can't be lost. You can't be lost. If you accept Jesus Christ, you can't go back into the world. Oh, yeah, the flesh may try to tug you back up in there. Amen. You might be doing some things that's not Christ-like, but let me tell you, your soul is saved forever because the blood of Jesus Christ, Woo! look here. You can take all the bums, all the bums, and drop, drop it on the salvation that Christ did. Drop it. Drop it. When you drop it, guess what? Instead of instead of the bomb blowing up, should salvation to blow the bomb up because the power of the blood of Jesus Christ is more powerful than any atomic bomb. And sin will never overconquer what? Righteousness. And the righteousness is found in the blood of Jesus Christ because it's God Almighty. How powerful is God? Woo-hoo. Go look at the sun. Look at the moon. Look at the stars. Look at the galaxies. Look at the sea. Look at the uh, 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 the animals in the sea. Look at the animal world. Look at the scientific world. Look at all that power. That takes power to make that. That takes power to keep that running around. That takes power to let the world go around the sun 365 times a year and, 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 and 24 hours a day. It takes a lot of spinning, and it ain't spinning out of circuit yet. It's still spinning, and one day it's going to stop. And when it stops, Jesus Christ is going to come back to this earth. But before he come back, what is, before he come back, there's going to be a great tribulation up on the earth. It's going to be seven years of half peace, and then it's going to be a terrible judgment that falls in the middle of the tribulation. What is the great temptation of all times? What is the greatest temptation of all time that's going to happen upon this earth? I'm going to tell you what is what's going to be the greatest temptation. The greatest temptation is when the Antichrist comes. Here's the greatest temptation that you ever will face in your life if you're left here after the rapture. Because there is a rapture. There is a catching up. There is a translation. There is a removal of the body of Christ from the earth before this great temptation comes up. What is the great temptation? The greatest temptation that the world will ever face is when the Antichrist is shot through the head with a bullet and is killed. And he lays in the morgue for three days and three nights. And on the third day of the third day of his death, he's going to be raised from the dead. When he's raised from the dead, he's going to claim that he is God Almighty, the one that made the heaven and earth. He's going to claim and try to claim the deity of Jesus Christ. And guess what? He is going to go inside the temple in Jerusalem and desecrate the temple. He's going to remove the Ark of the Covenant. He's going to remove the Manoah. He's going to tell the priest, don't have to offer sacrifices of animals no more, for he said himself that he is God Almighty. He's going to set up a idol, a image of the beast. Now, here's the greatest temptation. The image of the beast is going to receive power from the false prophet, 
and he's going to prophesy the greatest temptation that man will ever have to face. And that greatest temptation is, he's going to say to the world, he's going to say to the population of the world, he's going to say to every every person on the human on the earth after the rapture of the church, he's going to say, now, if you, if you alone want to receive priorities to buy and sell, to buy and sell and do your business, you will have two choices. A choice to receive the mark of the beast so you can buy and sell, or a choice to receive, refuse the mark of the beast and receive Christ and get your head cut off. Which one do you want to do? Which one are you going to choose? Are you going to choose the right to buy and sell by receiving the mark and your soul will be damned into hell forever? Or whether you receive your head chopped off and believe on the name of Jesus Christ and receive eternal life. Don't you know that's the greatest temptation that man is going to have to face pretty soon? And don't you know the world today is not saying too much about it, but yet and still the, the, the government the religious system and the political system are getting ready for the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast is a computer chip that will be planted in your forehead or on your right hand to make make a decision whether you're going to worship Satan, listen, whether you're going to worship Satan or whether you're going to worship Jesus Christ. Because if you worship Jesus Christ, you cannot receive the mark. Why? Because it's faith. Ooh. It's faith in Jesus Christ that saves your soul. And when your soul receives Christ, you have the boldness. You have the faith to believe that if I let my head be chopped off, I will immediately go to heaven. That's faith. But works is saying if I get the mark, then I can buy a car, I can buy a house, I can pay my bills, I can go uh, to the store, I have the freedom, but if I don't receive the mark, I will be put in chain. I will go down to the concentration camp and be locked up for my faith in Jesus Christ. This is the greatest temptation that man will ever face. Now, if listen to this. If you receive the mark, once you receive the mark, you cannot reverse it. You can't reverse it. Why? Because you have already made allegiance to the devil. You already said, I'd rather have the right to buy and sell than the rather of believing Jesus Christ. That's when your soul will be sold to the devil. When you receive that computer chip, and they've got it right now, they're using it, every, they're using it and testing it every day. Once you receive that, that's inside of that computer chip, there is a virus. And this virus will break out in your body when you receive this chip. When you receive the chip in the book of Revelation, it says, after those that receive the chip of the mark of the beast, boils, boils, sword will break out on their bodies. In other words, it's irreversible. You cannot Fall on your knees and repent. Why? Because you have made allegiance to the devil by receiving the mark of the beast. That's what the Bible says in Revelation, Laodicea Church. He said because there's going to be a great temptation that's coming up on the earth that's the only one that can be de- delivered is those that caught up in the rapture and those that refuse the, uh, fuse the, uh, 
um, the mark of the beast and put their faith in Jesus Christ. So where are we now? We're at that point right now. Pretty soon, pretty soon, soon and very soon, there's going to be a so far blow by the Jewish nation. They got so far as they're getting ready to blow, which in the Bible is called trumpets. And these trumpets, which are so far, are going to be blown by the Jewish nation. And when they blow that trumpet, they're signifying that there is going to be a judgment. Trumpets means judgment. Anytime a trumpet is blown in the Bible, guess what? It represents judgment. Jericho was judgment. When they blew the trumpets at the Mount Sinai, judgment. And so the world today is looking for what? Because sinners, backbiters, haters of God, it's talk, like the brother said, they're talking about the rapture. They know. They know something has to happen soon. Man cannot go on like this too much longer. People are in fear. People are scared to death. People don't have the faith in Jesus Christ to trust in him, and they're trusting in man, and guess what? Man will fail you. The police will fail you. Your lawyer will fail you. Your judges will fail you. But there's one judge that will never fail, and that judge is Jesus Christ. Why don't you let him judge your soul tonight? Let him judge your soul tonight. Well, how how you do that? How you do that, preacher? How you do that? Go to the cross. Woo! Go to the cross. If you go to the cross and repent of your sins and confess the Lord Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead for your justification and ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life, that's your judgment. Your judgment is free from sin, death, hell, and the grave because you put your faith in Jesus Christ and now you have eternal life. Eternal life comes by faith. Faith comes by hearing. How can you hear without a preacher? How can you preach unless God sends it? If God don't send the preacher, you can't obtain faith. And God sent preachers on this planet to preach the gospel, and people don't want to listen to it. People don't want to hear it. What they want to hear is something soft and sweet to the ear. They want to hear something to tickle their soul. They want to hear something to make them jump up and down and shout. But let me tell you, all the shouting is all right, but let me tell you, don't shout yourself in hell because it's not how you shout. They're going to determine how you are you going to heaven. You're going to heaven only by one way, and that's the blood of Jesus Christ. But the Bible says there's power, there's power, wonder-working power in the blood of Christ. The Bible says down at the cross. The Bible says near the cross. The Bible tells me there's a song that says there's room at the cross for you. He said millions have come, and there's, but there's still room for one, and there's room for millions and millions of people to come to Christ now. And guess what? Souls are being saved every day. Only by what? The cross of Christ. So that great temptation that's going that's going to come up on the world, you're going to have a split decision, whether you receive the mark or you be beheaded for faith. It's faith or the mark. Majority of the world will take the mark because the mark will give you privileges to do your daily routine. If you don't receive it, then you won't be able to buy or sell nothing. And when that comes, you're going to have a decision to make. Don't let the devil 
Don't let the devil take your soul to hell with him. Because the devil only got one way. His way is the way to hell. He cannot reverse. He cannot take a detour. He cannot plead to God and say, oh, Lord, please don't let me go to hell. I'm sorry for what I did for the last 6,000 years. Will you give me a second chance? Oh, Lord, please. He ain't no use of him praying for nothing. But you can pray. You can pray and say, Lord, I'm sorry for my sin. I confess with my big mouth. I confess with my loose mouth. I can confess with my dirty mouth and say I'm a dirty person, and I believe that you died on the cross to make me clean and to sanctify my soul and to save my soul from hell. Five more minutes, I'm going to give it over to the brother. Hell is real. Hell is authentic. Hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. All these demons that's in the prince power of the air, all these demons that's locked up underneath the earth in chains, all these wicked spirits and portals that the brother was talking about, there's all kind of portals that these entities can enter and come out. They're already working on one in uh, in a new fountain. They call CERN, C-E-R-N. And they say they're at a point now, they're hearing things behind the portals. They're hearing things. That they, they say they have spotted some dark matter. And this dark matter is demons, devils. They're, they're, they're Nephilims. They're wicked spirits that willing enough want to be set loose. We already have seen a part of it on our TV set ever since 1930 when they made the first horror movie. It was about demons and devils. It was about all kind of wickedness. It was about witchcraft and voodoo and uh, uh, wizards. It was about people sacrificing their babies and eating their flesh and drinking their blood to open their soul portal. It was about wickedness underneath the earth and above the earth that's working in the world today and all this killing and all this murder and all this year homosexuality. All these are demons. These are devils. These are rotten stink, and they stink. Oh, my God. If you, I ain't never been in one, but they tell me if you ever be around uh, 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 a place where wicked spirits lurk, he said they, they, they give off a scent. They smell and they stink. And let me tell you, if, you, if you're not saved, guess what? You're a candidate for the devil to take control of your soul. I don't care if you don't drink, you don't smoke, you know, but yet still the devil can take care of you because you have no protection. You have no divine protection. In order to go through this world, woo, and come out victorious, you've got to have the divine protection of God Almighty. And the only way you can get that is through the cross. Oh, only way you can get joy is through the cross. Only way you can get love is through the cross. My friends, I'm not here to dog you. I'm not here to cut you up. I'm not here to try to uh, condemn you. I'm here to tell you the only way you uh, is condemned is that you won't believe on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And he is waiting for you. He is warning. He is yearning to save your soul. All souls belong to God. Hollywood is full of demons. Some churches are full of devils. And people are using the devil is using church folks to try to carry Christianity. But you can't carry Christianity and the devil too. you got to let one of them go. And if you're a non-believer, if you have not confessed the Lord Jesus Christ 
you're a candidate for Satan. But if you accept Jesus Christ right now and confess him with your mouth and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, he said you can be saved right now because you don't want to be left here after the rapture of the church. And the church is soon to be caught up. And when it's caught up, the Holy Spirit, the brother said in the scripture, he's going to drop back. He's not going to leave the earth. The Holy Spirit is not going to leave the earth. He's going to drop back. And then the devil said, now it's supper time. And he's going to come in on a peaceful platform. And he's going to tell the world that all the dictators, all the men that came before me and all the men that ever tried to come after me, I am the one. And I'm going to bring peace to the earth. And the world will say, this is what we want. And they're going to receive. And the Bible says, many shall be deceived. And people are being deceived today. Don't believe nobody but the word of God. Don't let nobody tell you anything outside of the word of God. And the Bible says, there will be what? And gashes of teeth grinding together. If you lose your soul, if your soul is lost, you you can't you can't you can't fathom the pain and the agony and the resentment that you will have to go through forever. And why do I have to, why do you have to go through that forever? Because you are going to have to pay for your own sin. That's what you're doing. I don't want to pay for my own sin. There ain't no way. Uh-uh, I don't care what you say you've got. So I don't care. I don't care how beautiful that woman is. I don't care how high that drug can get you. I don't care how much time you. Uh, I, I want to be pat on the back. I ain't going to, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You don't want to go to hell. And if you go, it won't Amen. be God's fault. It won't be God's fault if you miss heaven. You don't want to miss heaven. Hallelujah, don't you? Woo! I ain't never been there. But I tell you one thing, I got the I got the best that heaven can ever give me. Who is that? Jesus. Jesus Christ is the best that heaven got. Heaven ain't got nothing better than Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. He came down here, took my place on the cross, went back to heaven. Now he is saving, 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 saving. Don't be left out. Don't be Amen. left out. If you left out, it won't be Brother Tim's fault. It won't be Brother Bazaar's fault. Amen. It'll be your fault. Because we as brothers, we as, as, as ministers of God, we are not preaching for money. We are not on this radio to get a name for ourselves. We are not on here to, to, to try to make us uh, uh, big shots because I ain't no big shot. I'm a little shot. Amen. Tell you about a big thing that's going on, and that's saving of your soul. Right. And Jesus Christ is the only one that can save your little, your little small soul. It's, it's a small soul, and God can save it in a minute, in a second, just by you submitting yourself to him. Brother, roll with it. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. All glory be to the to the Most High God. Yes, Amen. Sir. We thank Derek Alvin here on talk radio show for the opportunity. I thank my brother, 
Amen. Elder Bazaar. Amen. For for allowing me to be on this platform with Come you. Come on, brother. You all right. Amen. And we're here to preach the gospel. As the brother said, we're here for no shape, form, or fashion. When, you know, we're only here for one thing and one thing only. That's to grow the kingdom of God and then teach you about salvation, to get to, to lead you to Christ. That's it. That's all we can do. He has to save you. All we can do is lead you to salvation. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's Amen. it. That's it. That's all we can do is simply lead you to salvation. Amen. Let's look at some scriptures. Amen. All right. All right. <laughs> Amen. Let's look at some scriptures. Amen. All right, Doctor. Amen. The first one I want to take a look at is Romans 10. Romans, Romans 10. 10 9 and 10. 9 and 10. Amen. And I want you to understand that salvation is easier than driving. Amen. Right. So if you can drive, amen. 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 Ask yourself, can you drive? Amen. If you can amen. drive, you can become saved. It's more easy to become saved than it is to drive. Amen. <laughs> you got it that says right. in Romans 10, chapter, amen, verses 9 and 10, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Yeshua, and shall believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Amen. 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 For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Yes, sir. For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all. That call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The reason why I read it all the way down to verse 13, because my dad used to always say, preach. He said, as long as you got the, he, he'd always conclude when he opened up the door of the church. He would say, as long as you got breath in your body, you could become saved. As long as you got life, there's always a chance. There's always an opportunity. Amen. Don't Amen. take life for granted. Amen. Amen. I was at the hospital this past week, and some of the things that you would see, man, will make you be grateful. Thank you, Lord. Amen. It will make you grateful for your life, for your soul, your health and strength. We take life for granted so much. Amen. Amen. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to take this life for granted. He wants you to overlook certain things in this life, to treat this life like, oh, it's nothing. (laughs) Man, this life is everything, everything. This life is the gateway to eternal life. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. We have the opportunity Amen. And us as ministers have an obligation to preach the gospel until God calls us home or until he comes back to get the church. It is our responsibility to, to, to 
preach and teach the rightly divided word. And as the scriptures say, study to show thyself approved. Yes, yes. Amen. 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 This, this, this is a great thing. Amen. And I have to share those verses with you because, amen, my dad used to always say, as long as you have breath, amen, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to become saved. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now, um, I'm going to get into some more scripture. Okay. Amen. All I right. may come back to this. But I want to get into some more scripture. Amen. I want to take a look. Amen. Just bear with me for a minute. Amen. Because um, Amen. I'm 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 exhausted from from this past week from working two jobs. I'm praying mm-hmm. God that God give me the strength. Amen. I want to be on here with my brother. Amen. Amen. God bless time you, is brother. growing. Amen. Thank you, brother. The time is growing near because we don't have time. Amen. Anymore. Time, the every second, every minute, every, every hour, every day, every week, we're getting closer and closer to our deliverance. Amen. I'll say that. <laughs> Amen. To our deliverance. Amen. Yeah. Delivered from this life. Delivered from uh, depression. Uh, from deliverance from stress. Deliverance from evil, from evil doers, from from this wicked world. Amen. The people. Amen, the, the world brother. itself is great. But it's the mm-hmm. people, amen, that, that that they don't want to hear God. They don't want them to do with God. Amen. That's what you're dealing with. Yeah. Amen. It's people who don't amen. want nothing to do with God. Amen. Come on, but preacher. We, we are here, amen, to, to teach this gospel, to preach this word, because we don't want no one to be lost. We don't Come want on. no one's soul to go down. Amen right. to the pit. Amen. Amen. What happens when you when you leave this world? If you believe in Christ, if you have confessed with your mouth and you believe in your heart, amen, you confess that God has raised Christ from the dead, faster than you can think, faster than you can blink, the Holy Spirit is within your body. And when you close your eyes on this side, amen. On, amen. Like I said, I was at the hospital this past week. Amen. And and when when you when, when the ambulance come get a person once they become deceased, you won't know anything. You're gone from this life. We enter into what's called rest. The saints right. are resting. We are sleeping. Amen. We are resting. Amen. Our souls go back to God, and we are resting before our heavenly Father. Ain't that a beautiful thing? Amen. On, it's a beautiful thing. Very beautiful thing. When you leave this life. You, it's just like you go and fell asleep. No, you know, you fall asleep. You don't know that yes, you're asleep, but yes, you're sir. dreaming. That's how it is. When you close your eyes, when you take your last breath on this on this side, amen, when amen. you take your last breath, the angels are at your bedside, or have the way you pass away and leave this life. The angels are at your bedside. Amen. I remember when my mom passed away and my dad passed away. They both passed away in what would be a what would be considered a peaceful death. Amen. All right. They were suffering from cancer. Amen. They still died of what's considered. There wasn't enough car wreck. Did nobody kill them? Did nobody kidnap them and do nothing bad to them before they left this world? Amen. They left. What was, they left in the, on a deathbed. 
Yeah. And when they closed the eye, I remember my dad, he used to, when I was young, he used to talk about how he was at the hospital, and I was too young at the time to go to the hospital. I was a little boy. He used to always talk about how when my mom passed, how she took her last breath. Amen. And he, and he said, you know, her eyes just kind of like just just set, you know, just, uh-huh. just stern. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and though your soul is guided to heaven by the angels. The angels come and get you. Amen. The Amen. angels come and get you when you leave this world. Now, your body will go to the hospital. Amen. They'll do what's called an autopsy. Then they give you over to the, the funeral home. Funeral director come pick you up from the hospital. Come dress up your body. You don't know nothing that was going on. You don't know nothing about you. You're gone. Your soul is gone on to glory. Amen. You don't know nothing. So it don't matter, amen, what happens to the body because Christ made a promise that he's going to come back and give us a brand new body. This earthly body that, that's, that's aging, that's, that's deceased and dead, it was no longer the home for uh, a man. Uh, for our soul, amen, no longer house the soul, while the soul goes back to God. Until Christ will raise those bodies, he'll give you a brand new body. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, you have a brand new body, beautiful. You're going to shine as bright as the sun, amen, permanent in the heavens. You're going to be a bright, beautiful body, and you're going to have a beautiful garment, amen, a garment that's whiter than snow. Beautiful. Amen. And this is the inheritance of the saints. That's just the beginning of what you're going to get. You're going to get a brand new body. You're going to get eternal life and a brand new body. Man, you can't beat that. Then you're going to get your rewards. When the trumpet sounds and the dead in Christ shall rise, you will receive your rewards. Amen. Amen. Seven year judgment. Seven year judgment. That lets you know that God's not going to judge every, every thought every word, every deed of the saints. Because you want to know why? Amen. Because we're covered in the blood. We're covered in the blood. Amen. We won't have to worry about a harsh judgment like the great white throne. Now, those who die and they're not in Christ, amen, I'm going to get into that here in a minute before I turn back over to the brother. I'm going to talk about it. Amen. Uh, Those who die not in Christ, amen, the death angel. See, 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 when we die, the angels carry us back to heaven Though, if we believe in Christ. But yeah. if you die not in Christ and you don't believe in Christ, the death angel shows up at your bedside. Lord, have mercy. Come on, preacher. My dad, when I was a kid, used to talk about the death angel. I don't know, I don't know how my dad or why he used to say that, but I'm going to share with you what my dad used to say when I was a young kid, when I was growing up, young man. A young and in high school, I remember he used to always talk about the death angel. And he used to say that the death angel, because he used to talk to my older brothers, he used to say, the death angel, I'll be there listening. He said, the death angel is a gruesome angel. He said, he said the angel is so, probably so, he was just saying, describing as if he was ugly. And he was saying that, now I don't know why he would say that, but he was, I'm just sharing with you what he used to say. He said that he's so ugly that, 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 that you don't want to look upon him. Come on. He said because he, he, he has 6,000 years of death. Oh, he's taken Woo. souls, billions of lives since the beginning of time. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And, man, he used to talk about the death angel so gruesome that you don't want to see him. 
but he's going to take your soul to hell. People, the people he's, he's describing. Now, I'm just saying, sharing with you. I don't know why he used to say, but I'm just telling you what he used to say, that people don't want to go. It's like people be fighting and screaming. They don't want to go to hell, but he's going to take you to hell, and you'll be in a holding place until the day of judgment. That's what hell is. It's a waiting place of torture. And that's what it is. You ain't having fun. Like the said, you ain't having fun. You ain't talking to your friends and stuff like that. People do at the jailhouse. You ain't laughing and talking and funning. You are in terror because the demons are down there in hell. Amen. It is believed that, 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 now I'm not saying that this is true, but it's believed that the demons are torturing people in hell. I don't know, but I just know I don't I'm know not either. going. Amen. Uh, I just know we Amen. We ain't going. I can tell you that uh-uh. much. Amen. I don't. I don't encourage you to go. I've had dreams of hell. Amen. I had visions of hell. Come Amen. On. And it was not. It was not good. They were always dark. It was always. Amen. It, it sure ain't pretty. It was always a bunch of people hollering and screaming, being tortured. Amen. It's always darkness. I said, man. When I wake up from that dream, brother, I say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for saving my son. I mean, I used to have dreams and visions even before I got saved of what hell was like. And I thank God for his grace and his mercy and allow me to get saved. Amen. But, but, but amen. Back, back to the death angel, taking you to hell. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. That, that's not a place you want to go. No, that's Amen. not good. That's not a place that you want, you want to go. Well, we encourage you to receive salvation. Don't laugh and take this as a joke. Amen. Because this is no joke. No joke. This is something real. Amen. And I want to share with you some script. I'm just going, I'm just going to get started on it. I'm going to come back to it. Amen. We're going, we're going to talk about Amen. I know there's, there's some other things we, we're going to share, but I want to talk to you about la- the rich man and oh, Lazarus. Oh, you got it, brother. Amen. The rich man it. and Lazarus. I want to share with you. I'm just going to read a few verses before I get back over to the brother, and I'm going to come back and finish it up. Go ahead, brother, because I got and, it. And, and, amen. Amen. We're going to talk about some more things. But watch this. It's in Luke, the 16th chapter. Starting at verse 19. Amen. 19 to 20. Luke, Luke, the 16th chapter. Starting at verse 19. This is what it says. It reads, this is Christ. Now, I want you to notice something. Christ talking. I've actually heard some people say that that this was just a parable. It wasn't real. Uh, I've heard people say that. No. And they they say, say, oh, that that, that was just a story. Let me tell you something. Anytime it's written in red, that for one, that's Christ speaking. And why would Christ just make up something? I, I don't, that that, <laughs> would, on, that would mean that it would be, amen, that would mean that it would be a lie. And we yeah. all know that God is not man that he would, that he would. You lie. should lie. Amen. That was the scripture. That God is not man that he should lie. So we mm-hmm. know that this is not a made-up story. This is real. When Christ real. shared this story, this was just, just like he shared the story of the wealthy farmer. He said, thou fool, this night thy soul is required. Though, these are real stories. So let me read verse 19 to you. Say what Go ahead, brother. It says, there was a certain rich man. 
Now, yeah. Amen. Knows that it says a certain. It didn't say just a rich man. A certain rich man. It, it, there had to have been something about this rich man. He was different from all the rest of the rich men. He probably had high prestige. He probably was very well known. Amen. Amen. He probably he probably was a person that was looked up as a high status. Amen. He probably I'm just I'm just adding to it. But I'm just saying I'm not trying to add to the Bible. But I'm just saying he he was had to have been someone that was different from just your normal rich man. Is it there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen? Yes, sir. And fared sumptuously every day. Every day. I did. I did say at the very beginning of the scripture that he was a certain rich man, right? I'm certain that I said that. That means that he was someone. He he was. He wasn't just your ordinary rich man. Notice that the Bible said that he fared sumptuously every day. In other words, he had maids. He probably had servants. He probably had people waiting on him hand and foot. Come on. <laughs> Amen. Sound like he didn't. Sound like he didn't want for nothing. Not not food, not drink, not clothes, amen, not friendship, anything that he wanted. It sounded like he could have because he fired sumptuously every day. Every not, not, day. not just one day out the week, not, 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 not one day out the month, but every day. And then every the scripture day. says, amen, doctor, every day. Verse 20 says, and there was a certain beggar. Name Lazarus. Know that it says a certain beggar. Amen. It wasn't just your regular uh, beggar. Well, let me show you why. It said, which was laid at his gate, full of sores. Not only was he a beggar, not, not only was he a, a poor man, but he was full of sores. That tells me that, that he probably was suffering. Amen. He was, he was yes, living sir. the opposite lifestyle. Of the rich man, he probably—I I can even go as far as say that he, possibly he could have been sick. He probably had a sickness because he had. The Bible says he didn't just have a sore. The Bible says he was full of sores. Amen. So back then, you know, if you were full of sores back in the Bible days, you had a sickness, and then too many people want to be around you. Amen. People are like, hey, you know, you gotta stay away from them. Even now today, amen, I heard them say at the hospital, they were talking about a poor man and a homeless man. You got to be careful. They said you got to put on masks and gloves and out because you don't know what these people may have. Amen. But it said he was what? Full of sores. Now watch what verse 21 says. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. The Bible said that all he wanted, let me share something with you. He was so, he was so humble in spirit. He, he didn't desire to be well. He didn't desire to not have sores and, and pain and suffer. He just wanted the crumbs from the rich man. He just wanted something oh, to eat. Man. Lord, have mercy. Come on now. He just Come wanted on. something to eat. And we've all seen these type of people. Amen. God blessed me and my daughter just on yesterday to bless two homeless men. I don't know why they came up to us, but amen. They was a, 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 we went to one store. A homeless man came up, went to the other store, another homeless. I said, Lord. I said, what's going on? I told my daughter, I said, we really being tested today, ain't we? Amen. But the Bible said that he just desired the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Yeah. Moreover, which means to add to add insult to injury and to make matters worse, it said that the dogs came and licked his sores. Yeah. 
You talk about the bottom of the bottom. Bottom You know, a lot of us just, amen, doctor, the bottom of the bottom. A lot of us wouldn't know what to do if we didn't have no money. Probably he, he was the opposite of the rich man. The rich man, fair assumptions every day, meaning he put on new clothes every day, nice yeah. clothes every day. The beggar didn't have that. Amen. He didn't have that. Then he had sores that dogs were licking on. A lot of us can't, we can't fathom a dog licking us no way, more or less Come licking on. our sores. Amen. On, so, so it's a possibility that, that Lazarus probably just wasn't in the best of hell or just didn't have the strength to really ward off the dogs. He was just, you know what? If they want to lick on my soul, there ain't nothing I can do. Right now, I just want something to eat. Lord Come have on, mercy. A lot of times, like I said earlier, a lot of times we take life for granted. Like I said, I was at the hospital just, just this past week, and it made me appreciate even more my health and strength. No, I'm not as strong and as healthy as I was in my, uh, 20 years ago when I was in my 20, 30 years ago. But you know what? I am so grateful to God for my life. I thank him every day when I wake up. I praise him. Thank you for my life, soul, health, and strength. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read this last verse. Amen. For read this Go last ahead, verse. Brother. Through, brother. Amen. Amen. And then it says, and it came to pass that the beggar died. Lord, have mercy. It sounded like he didn't really get to enjoy this life. Amen. There wasn't life just didn't have much to offer the, the poor man. Amen. The beggar just didn't, just didn't offer him much. But watch this, what happened when he died. Now, remember, I gave you the example. Amen. My mother and father, amen, when they passed away on their deathbed, I told you that when, when you die, you're going to get a visitor. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Amen. Look at that. When you die, you're going to be just by yourself. On this side, your family may be by your bedside, but when you die, you're going to have a visitor. By your side, amen. When you die in a car wreck, amen. How the way you die, if you die in your deathbed, or uh, how the way you pass away and leave this world, you gonna have a visitor. It says, and was carried. Well, who carried him? Who carried Lazarus? Watch what the scripture that, that says. This how you know how to, I don't make stuff up. I like no, to show you. Come on. Amen. So you won't. Oh, he making that up. Who told him that the angels coming? Okay. Watch what it said. It said, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died Uh-oh. and was buried. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Now, now you may say, well, the rich man wasn't carried by death. Uh, let me show you something. Go to Revelation. I'm going to give it to the brother. Go to Revelation the six. Go ahead, brother. Revelation, the sixth chapter, I want to share something with you. Go ahead, since, brother. Since, work you with think, you. since you think when you don't live for God, there ain't nobody going to visit you, are you best? You can rest assured. Amen. Revelation, the sixth chapter, we're going to look at verse 8. And it says, And I looked and beheld a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death. Come and on. hell followed with him. Now, you can say what you want to, but you can die and not confess Lord, God, confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. If you don't get saved before you leave, you can rest assured that the death angels in hell is going to visit you. Come and I say you. it's going to be hell to pay, it's going to be hell to pay because yeah. hell follows death. And he, he goes through the earth every single day. Excuse me. Every every day. Since Adam and Eve defied God every single day. He don't miss a beat. 
He don't, Come on, he preacher. Ain't, he ain't never late. When you when you take your last breath in this life, it don't matter if you what you are. Amen. He gonna be there to take you where to hell. Lord have mercy. Have mercy. Boy, boy, you hit the nail on the head because the Bible is All right. The Bible is right, and, and 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 man is wrong. The Spirit of God will tell you the truth just like it is. And Jesus Christ was the truth, is the truth, always was the truth. He never changed. He never told a lie. And when he told us your experience that he had with the rich man and Lazarus, and you notice that when the rich man died, it only said two things. He lifted up his eyes in hell. So every un listen, every unborn again person that have never accepted Christ in their life. I ain't talking about church membership. I'm not talking about how much you religious. I'm not talking about how much money you got. I'm not talking about how much prestige and well-known and the riches and the cars and the automobiles and the uh, you know, you know, women today and men today like to look beautiful. Mm, all the makeup right. you got on, all the nice dresses, all the little short dresses you got on, looking fine as wine. You're going mm. around and you 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 you're telling people, you know, what you want to be and what you are. You can have all that and more on top of it. Mm. But if you leave, if you leave, the brother, the brother already nailed it in the wood. If you if Jesus Christ nailed it, he nailed it to the ground. If you leave, if you leave this world without the new birth of Jesus Christ in your Mm. life. Come on now. If you never experience the power of God of forgiveness and love and mercy and joy. If you never experience because the world cannot experience it because it has its own goody goody. See, some people get good off of lying and cheating and backbiting and whoremongering. They get all their goodies. And they ain't paying no attention about their soul. But if you leave this world and you close your eyelids and your soul leaves your body, Mm. There's only two places you can go. You can go to heaven or you can go to hell. That's it. Your church membership for 30, 40, 50 years. I've been preaching for 57 years. Listen to me. Listen to me. I got something to tell you. I've been preaching for 57 years. And all that preaching I've been doing, if I'm not saved, oh, y'all ain't listening to me. And all the right living I can do. And if I die, because I know I ain't going to die because the Lord don't save me. So I'm, I'm just giving you an emphasis on that. If I, anybody dies without the love of God in their hearts, they will lift up their eyes in hell. And they will be just exactly the way the rich man will be saying, give me a drink of water, for this flame is tormenting me. Go tell my brothers, don't come to this place. For it is the most lowest of the lowest 
of the bottom of the bottom. This is the epitome of my soul because I have never accepted the crucifixion, the burial, the death, and the resurrection, and the Holy Spirit has never claimed my soul because I refuse it. Guess what? You're going to hell. And I'm not saying that in hatred. I'm not saying that in uh, uh, resentment. I'm saying that in love. Don't go to hell because there's nothing down Amen. there. You ain't going to have That's no right. friends. You ain't going to have no coffee break. You ain't going to have no job. You ain't going to have no family. You ain't going to have nothing. But Jesus said, I would, Jesus said there would be gnashing and gashing of teeth where the worm Never dies. In other words, the soul is like a worm, and it never. will never die. And you will be gritting. You will be biting your lips. You will be tormented mm. by sin, and sin is the devil. So there will be demons tormenting you. They will be punching you. Oh, they will be gnawing, growling at you. They will be eating your flesh, and you never will be eaten up. It will be so miserable that your mind will be driven out mm. of your mind. You will not be able to comprehend what the cross is like to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You will be said, oh, I made the saddest, the lowest, the dastardly mistake of thinking that I could do what I want to do and that God didn't exist and that Christ really didn't die for me and he really didn't love me. Well, you don't, you're going to get the epitome of every sin that you ever done because you refuse to give them to Jesus. Give them to Jesus. Give your doubt to Jesus. Give your line to Jesus. Give your backbiting to Jesus. And tell him to take that mess out of me. And the only thing to take yeah, it out of me is the blood of Jesus Christ. It ain't going to take Clorox. Clorox can't do it. Tide can't do it. That's right. James Washington Potter can't do it. No, no, no solvent, no gasoline or kerosene can do it. All the ba- all the baths that you take can't do it. You can't take a laxative to do it. You can't get rid of sin until you say, I want to get rid of it. And the blood of Jesus Christ can cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen. I can go on. I can go on for another half hour to tell you about hell. But see, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of people thinking that they can go to heaven and live like the devil. You can't do it. Right. This is what Revelation says. Revelation says in the 19th chapter. Amen. 19th chapter. We'll, we'll move on over to uh, uh, let's see, the 20th. Now, here, here, here's where the, here's where uh, Here's where the poor man went. Amen. The poor man that had the sores, this is what he's going to enjoy. Now, we don't tell you what, what hell is like, and it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty one bit. You can't decorate right. hell and make it look no better. Uh-uh. Sin is ugly. Sin is dirty. Right. Sin is low down. Sin is, 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 is a curse that started in the Garden of Eden. And this is what, what John the Revelator said. In the twenty-second chapter of Revelation, as we read that, I want you to I want you to pay attention. Pay attention to this. It says this, and he showed me a pure river of water, of light, clear as crystal, 
proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, was there a tree of life, which bare twelve manners of fruit, and yield her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there was no more curse but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face. And his name shall be in their forehead. And there shall be no more night there. And there no need for no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light. And they shall reign forever. Now this this is the Amen that God is going to give every born again believer. Come on, God. He, 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 he ain't gonna give it to no denominations. He's not gonna give it to no occults. He's not gonna give it to no liar. He's not gonna give it to no prostitute. He's not gonna give it to the LBJQL MSOP whatever they want to go. <laughs> Amen. He's not going to give it to them. He's only, he only going to give it to those that repented of their sins and confess with their mouth and believe the Lord Jesus Christ is the ultimate plan of salvation to deliver man from what? Sin. Because God hates sin. Sin is of the devil. Okay. God hates Lucifer because he rebelled against him. It's an everlasting okay. There's no reconciliation for the devil and the Lord to get together and sit down at the table and say, now listen, oh, oh Lucifer, I'm going to give you another chance. God said, I ain't doing that no more. You had your opportunity. And the devil said, oh, my God. You mean to tell me I got to go to hell by myself? He took one-third of the angels of heaven and took them out of heaven, and the Lord cast them to the earth. And he's been on this earth for 6,000 years. And he said, well, if I can't go to heaven, i tell you what I'm going to do to the, the, the human race. I'm going to try to damn every human being on the planet to get back okay. at God. I'm going to get God back. I'm tired of this rascal. Now, this is how the devil talks. I'm getting tired of this here con. This here low down. This sucker ain't right. He ain't holy. He ain't all that holy. I'm going to tell, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to damn every human soul that I can get to go to hell with me. Because he don't want to go to hell just with one third of his angels. He wants to go to hell with your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your uncle, your aunt, your in-laws, your outlaws. He wants to take every Everybody with him to try to get even with God, but he cannot get even with God because God is all God by himself. He don't need nobody, but he loved the world so much that he was willing enough not to destroy the world, but give his only son, his only son, to do what? Save you from hell. That's That's the first priority. God died for you, to save you from sin. God ain't worried about how much work you do in the church, and you do this, and you sing in the choir. That's just work. Works can't save you. The only thing can save you is the atonement, sacrificial death of Jesus Christ. 
and he's going to save you from sin so you won't have to go to hell. Because when you go to hell, guess what? You're going to be looking straight at the face of Lucifer. You're going to see Lucifer for the rest of your eternity. You are going to be tormented by him. He's going to be laughing at you in anger, and he's going to say, I got you, sucker. I got you, sucker. I told you. I told you that that Jesus Christ uh, uh, didn't didn't, didn't die for you, but they're going to find out that he did die for you because the reason you in hell is because you didn't accept him. Mm. The Bible says this. Revelation, it says, there shall be no more curse there. And then, and we shall see his face. And he said it to these things down at the sixth verse. He said, these sins are faithful and true. And the Lord God and of the holy prophets sent his angels to show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is right. you that keep the sin of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, See, you do not, for I am your fellow servant and of your brothers and the prophets and of them which keep the sand of this book. Now, I want to go a little further. I'm going to go back up a little bit. And, and, and give you what, who all going to heaven and who all going to hell. Now, this is the Bible. Amen. Please understand. I, 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 I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to offer you but the word of God. I ain't got a whole lot of money. I, I can't say nothing uh, to really lift you up. But I know somebody who can. I know somebody who can save you. I know somebody who can Amen. save you from the flames of hell. Listen what happens to those that reject Christ. I didn't say nothing but reject Christ. It says, he who overcomes, this is, a, this is the 21st verse, 21st chapter of Revelation, 7th verse. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. I'm going to inherit all things. Anybody that comes to Christ is going to inherit all things. Oh, my God. In other words, I'm going to inherit the whole universe. You know why? Because my father owns it. I'm going to inherit everything he got because he died for me and came back from the dead to redeem me, and I accepted that. I'm crazy about Jesus. I don't lost my mind about him. I can't get him off my mind. I'm in love with him. You should be in love with him. If you woke up this morning in your right mind, whether you save or not save, you should be praising God to eternity. Why? Because he said there's a day coming when we're going to inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. The eighth verse says, tragedy comes. He said, but the fearful. The scaredy cats. People are scared. Now, listen. People are scared to receive Christ. They are scared to get saved. That's what that's talking about. They're fearful. If you mention Jesus to a sinner, he gets scared. They're fearful. They're unbelieving. Those that cuss God, lie on God, 
told God to take a flying leap, those that rejected the Christ, the, the, the blood of Jesus Christ, those that rejected the resurrection and his, 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 his love and mercy, and the abominable, the whoremongers, the liars, the prostitutes, the lesbians. Now, let me get, let me get something right now. I'm going to tell you like it is. I ain't got nothing against the person, but the sin that he is involved with, I can't go along with it. Neither can Jesus. And Jesus said, now, if you're a whoremonger, if you're a liar, or if you're a homosexual, you can be saved from that. You can be saved from that if you want to be saved. But you cannot continue and continue and continue and continue in homosexuality and die and go to hell without accepting Jesus Christ. You're not going to heaven. Period. An adulterer's not going to heaven. You've got to be saved from sin, death, hell, and the grave. So now it's telling you exactly who is going, the murderers. Now, people say, I ain't never murdered nobody. The Bible says if you hate your brother, you're a murderer already. The Bible says if you, if, if you speak harsh against your brother, you, you're a murderer already. And it says, and murderers and whoremongers, this is, in, this is in Revelation, so I ain't making this up. Amen. The drug addicts, drug addicts, you know why the drugs are so prominent? Because the devil knows if I can get you to take drugs, buddy, I can lock in on your soul gate. And when I lock on your soul gate, I can get I can get you to take anything that you think you can get high off of. And folks mm. today are drinking anything, putting anything That's in their veins to try to get high off of. And let me tell you something. The devil said, if I can get you high enough and get enough of the stuff in your body, I can cause you to take an overdose. And when that overdose comes, guess what? You're done. That's it. When you die with an overdose and you rejected Christ, guess what? You're on your way to hell. Mm. And you'll know where you're at. You'll know that I could have accepted Christ. I heard a couple of preachers talk on, on the Internet. They were talking about heaven and hell. And if you go to hell, you're going to remember everything you heard that them That's so-called right. backward preachers were trying to tell you. We're trying to tell you right now. We're trying to tell you today. Don't go to hell. Please don't go. And this is what it said. It said, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters. Man, we got people worshiping idols like rats. They're worshiping football players. They're worshiping singers. They're worshiping church members. They're worshiping preachers. They're worshiping everything. Idolatry. They're worshiping everything but the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what Jesus Christ said. At the name of Jesus, every knee, every tongue is going to confess that the Lord Jesus is God Almighty. You might not do it now, but at the church, you're going to bow down and you're going to confess. He is Lord to the glory of God. And this is what he said. And he said, that's what he said. Listen, listen, listen to this. Oh, my Lord. It said, and all liars, all liars. What you talking about, preacher? What is a liar? A liar is a person who denies, resent that Jesus Christ is God Almighty. That's a liar. And we got a lot of antichrists today, a lot of antichrists. We got antichrists in churches. We got people who don't believe that God Almighty is what? Jesus Christ. 
People trying to get hung up on God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. God ain't no three gods, it's one God. He's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, all three in one, and he's got different offices to, 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 to fulfill. He fulfilled it as the Father, he fulfilled it as the Son, and he fulfilled it as the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is the God that's in me through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I cannot get the Holy Ghost until I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that he raised him from the dead. That's a liar. We got a whole lot of them. Listen to what he said. They shall have, I'm getting ready to close it down, and they shall have a they're a part in the lake, not Lake Huron, not Lake Houston, not Lake, uh, 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 not Red Lake. He said, a part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The first death is the death of the body, separation from Amen. the spirit from the body. The second death is separation from God. Now, listen. And I'm closing. Mm. I'm going to give the brother, let him wrap it up. Now, if you don't want God now, good God Almighty, and you die, and let's say, let's say, it's not going to happen, but let's say, let's say you go to heaven, and you don't love God now, you never accepted him, you never accepted his love, and you go to heaven, and you see what heaven is looking like, did you know, did you not know that they wouldn't have to put you out of, out of heaven? You would say, no, I can't stand this place. I can't stand holiness. I can't stand righteousness. I can't stand the brightness. You would say, let me go to hell right there in heaven. But see, I know Mm. no sinner is going to enter heaven. But I said, if a sinner would go to heaven, he wouldn't like it. Because there ain't no Mm. car playing up there. There ain't no jigaboo. There's no no, uh, uh, shucking and jiving. There's no fornication. There's no parties. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no voting. No football. Ain't none of that. You said, man, I, I can't. Mm. Let me go to hell. Where is that? What's going on in hell? Mm-hmm. Nothing but yelling mm-hmm. and crying and weeping mm-hmm. of peace. Mm-hmm. Now, why would you live on this earth for thirty years, forty years, fifty years, sixty years, seventy years, eighty years, and even ninety years, and you never? Mm. came to Christ and told him that, Lord, I am a low-down, rotten, cold-hearted sinner. Save my soul. And you don't have to pay a dime. It's free. It's a gift Mm. of God because he loved you so much. He loved you beyond he loved himself. And he gave himself. To save you from a burning liquid fire forever and ever, and nobody can get you out. There's no insurance. There's no triple A or double A or double B that can get you out of hell. Nothing can get you out of hell. Don't go, man. Don't go. That's right. Don't let your girlfriend take you to hell. Don't let. I mean, you need to go to church, but if you go to church, you got to watch what you listen to. You got to you got to you got to have a preacher that's filled with the Holy Ghost that's gonna tell you the bottom truth. Except right. you be born again. Except you be born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Oh God. That was Jesus right. Christ telling Nicodemus, you can't come mm. to heaven, Nicodemus, until you be born again. Born Shit. of the Spirit. If that go for Nicodemus, 
it goes for the whole world. Amen. Because Nicodemus was a human being just like I was, but he was a fair. He was a, a, a king of a, a rabbi, and he was a ruler of the Jews. And Jesus told him point blank, "Ye must be born again." There's somebody out there might be listening to this. Listen and think about it. Think about it now. If you're not saved today, think about it. What would happen to you if you step out your front door uh, and go onto the sidewalk and a car come by to hit you? Lord, I, know, I, don't, I don't hope that on you. I don't hope that. I don't hope nothing on nobody. I don't hope that. But it happens. Or you driving down the road and somebody rear-end you and you get your neck broken and you mm. die without Christ. What if you got cancer or you got some kind of disease and the doctor gave mm. you six months and you know that your soul is not right with God and you say, well, I, I think I can make it. I've been pretty good. I, I, I don't bother nobody and I don't die. That, that's all right, but you must be born again. Well, you have to come sure. to Jesus Christ. You can't confess to me. I can't say you. You can't confess That's to right. no pope. You can't confess to no high-class, uh, what you call gigolo preacher that's preaching mm. motivation speeches and telling you what you can't do, what you're supposed to do, and what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to come to Christ. And when you come to Christ, he'll change your life. He'll wash you in his blood, and he'll change right. you. So when you get ready to die, you can die with a smile on your face. Ah, oh, you, do you know what I'm talking about? You can die with a smile on your face. That's I'm not right. afraid to die. I know brother, brother, brother Tim Jackson ain't afraid to die. You know why he's not Amen. afraid to die? I'm not afraid to die because Christ lives in me. He talks That's with right. me. He sanctified my soul until when the devil looks in the inside of my soul, he don't see nothing but the blood. And when he sees the blood, he's got, to do a hot he's got to get out of here because he can't That's stand right. the blood of Jesus Christ. He can't stand the blood of Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ has got more power than any bomb that man can create. It'll blow all that old crazy stuff out of you. It'll blow all that old hatred and racial prejudice out of you. Because heaven, right. there's gonna be there's gonna be so many different nationalities in heaven. It's gonna blow your mind. Woo! Amen. Black people, white people, Chinese, Japanese nations, and 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 all. Oh my God, I can't explain it. And it won't be nothing but love in heaven. Nothing but love. Amen. Amen. God love. Loving everybody. Everybody be perfect with a perfect body, sanctified body, sanctified spirit. And guess what? It will never, 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 never grow old. It will stay just like it is. And we'll be singing and shouting. It's a whole different ball game from heaven to hell. Hell is miserable. But heaven is my soul delight. You right. don't have to worry about no more what racial injustice, no more police, right. no more hospitals, no more sane asylums, no more prisons, no more welfare. Good God Almighty, no more old age pensions, no more wheelchairs. Oh, my God, what do you want? Amen. The world can't give you nothing to satisfy your soul but the blood right. of Jesus Christ. 
nothing. I put my head on the chopping block, and I say, if you can find somebody else better than Jesus, I'll put my head on the chopping block. Because mm. you're not going to find, why don't you want it? Why don't you want it? Because the devil ain't got nothing to offer you. That's right. I thank God for the love that he has showed up on me, and I thank the love of God for showing up on Brother brother Tim Jackson. Amen. I'm going to give it over to him and let him walk with that a little bit. Amen. We got another about we've got another twenty minutes yet, so he can go ahead and walk with that because we want you, we want you to come to Christ. Anybody Amen. Me, I, I, don't, I don't have a big choir. I don't have um uh I don't have no drums or nothing like that because uh, I'm Amen. not interested I'm right in that right now. Uh, I'm I'm interested in your soul. Your soul is valuable. It's valuable. It's valuable to God and it's valuable to me and it should be valuable to yourself. And when you come to Christ, you come to Christ because you want him. And guess what? He got plenty of love. Oh, I've been in love right. with the Lord for a long time. And if you want to get, if you want to get the, uh, 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 sentimental, he my, I have a love affair with him. He is my lover of my soul. Amen. And he loved me so much that he said, whatever you need, Bazaar, whatever you need, Jackson, I got it. Amen. See, but what I want y'all, what I want y'all boys to do, I want y'all to preach the gospel just like it is in the Bible. God wants your soul. That's right. Pastor Paul wrote it down, said if you confess with your mouth, that's what he did, and believe in your heart that God that's raised right. Jesus Christ from the dead. He said, Thou shalt be saved. I don't care if you black or white. I don't care if you live in the ghetto. I don't care if you live in whatever you live or whoever you are on the street or wherever you are. God loves you. He loves you so much that he was willing enough to give his only son that you can have a place in heaven. Thank you. Thank you, brother. You go ahead and walk with that, and uh, we'll see what the outcome will be. Go ahead, brother. Amen. All glory be to the Most High. Amen. Amen awesome words, brother. brother. Amen. You said a mouthful when you said that the Heavenly Father wants your soul. Amen. He wants your soul. That's all he wants. And that's one of the reasons why salvation is so simple. He made it so easy because Christ paid the price. Amen. He paid the <laughs> price for our sin. And he yeah. made it so easy for you and me. All we have to do is confess with our mouth. Because he knew that we couldn't do it. He knew man can, couldn't, can't be perfect. Man can't be perfect. We can't live a perfect life or perfected life. But we have to live that life through Christ. Amen? And we have to accept yes, this sacrifice that he made. Amen? That we may receive eternal life. Amen? It is a blessing. Amen. Amen? To be a part of the kingdom of God and know that soon and very soon we'll soon all be very soon. soon. Soon, amen, amen. I want to pick back up just a little bit on, on 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 the rich man and Lazarus. Just a little. All bit. right. I want to pick up on, amen. I want to go back to that, amen. I want to share something with you, amen. Because it talks about if you if you read it, you had the chance to read the rest of it. You know what happened, amen. Mm-hmm. But in, in in verse twenty six and twenty seven, I just want to. I'll read 26. Go ahead, brother. I'm just going to read the scripture, amen, and let the Holy Spirit work. Amen. Verse 26 says, and beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf 
fixed. Amen. There's a great division. <laughs> and that division in the end is going to be so great that we won't ever see or know where the lost is when they are burning in the lake of fire in the end. In the past, before Christ ascended to heaven, both paradise and hell was in the earth. Amen. All right. It was in the earth. All right. But, but now, amen, it's going to be different. In the end, it will be so, so much a separation that those that are lost and will be tormented forever will be forgotten. Amen. We won't know nowhere that they are. Amen. Amen. Now watch this. Amen. It says, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Come on. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Amen. God always keeps his people separated from those that are lost. And it just, it makes me wonder why people say that we will be here during the great tribulation. No, we won't. We will <laughs> not be here on the great, during the great tribulation. One of the worst times in the history of mankind, we will definitely be separated. God's going to come back and get his church and take us to glory. Amen. Amen. We won't be here on this earth while the pain and suffering will go on on this planet. Amen. Amen, brother. Then, then verse 27 said, then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. Oh, my God. five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. So we do know that hell, once again, is a place of torment. Well, who you think going to be doing the torment? Amen. You already know who's going to be doing the torment. Amen. Amen. We know that. Amen. And think about this. Think about this. He wants, he desires so much that his family did not come to this place. There is people right now, right now, that's in hell that wish that their family members don't come to hell. Come don't on. Don't come to their friends the family, whatever you do, like the brothers say, go to Vegas, <laughs> go to China, go to Africa. Come on. Amen. Hey, go Come to on, preacher. Go to London. But he said, don't. He said, go to Timbuktu. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Amen. But he said, whatever you do, don't go to hell. Don't Brother, go. that is so true. Do not go to hell. Hell don't have nothing to offer you, but pain and suffering for all eternity. And you got to make up your mind, amen, has this not been enough pain and suffering in this life, on this earth? Who wants to continue to suffer the pain that we've suffered in this life, to go through the things and see the things that we have seen in this life? Amen. Amen. God is good. Amen. To save our souls, full of grace and mercy, to give man another chance. Amen. Yeah. Now watch this, what he said. Well, watch, 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 watch what he said. Verse 28, he said, For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let, him, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. 
Come now, to watch, preacher. Watch what his response was. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Oh, my you know what that remind me of? Amen, brother. You know what that remind me of? That remind me of Noah. When Noah was trying to convince the people to get on the ark, on the ark, have to convince them. And that's how it is. Yeah. You try to convince folks. Even if one came from, that's a strong testament. Yes, Even if one came from the dead, that's, and you know that, you know, just like the brother said, you can put, you take people out of hell, put them in heaven, and they wouldn't want to go. They wouldn't want to be there. You know, that's how sad it is. Some folks are so steep and deep in evil and sin that that's what they want to do. That's what they want. Yeah. They want the devil instead of God. They want damnation instead of salvation. Come on, preacher. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Why in the world would you want that? Lord, have mercy. Amen. But this is just what it's saying in the scripture. This is what it's saying. That's a very powerful testament. He said, he said, no, send one that from the grave to tell them. But some folks, that they, they are so far gone that a dead man can come up out the grave, can sit about the grave and tell them, don't go to hell. Don't and they still will repent and get saved. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, doctor. Amen. Man, you're a blessing. You're a blessing. I hope somebody out there is you getting, too, getting, getting blessed from the word of God. The only thing can bless you today is the word of God. The only thing can bless you today is Jesus Christ. We're so we're so happy that we can do this on 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 this time and season because time is winding up. It's up. Mm-hmm. The clock is at the thirteenth hour. It, 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 it hardly can go any further as what we see. We see hell coming up out the the earth. I mean, we can see demons on the streets. We can see demons right. in the churches. We can see demons on the sidewalk. We can see all kinds of evil spirits working through the human race. Because everything that's done on this earth comes from earth. The only thing that's good has to come from heaven. Salvation comes from heaven. Amen. Damnation comes from hell. And the world is living in damnation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I I know the saying, man, I'm partying. I'm, I'm I'm Mac and Jack. I got it in a bag, man. I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm macking and I'm jacking and I'm man. I got all the stuff that I need to have a woo of what a uh, uh, just a happy life until it yeah. runs out. I ain't worried about dying now, man. Because really, I don't believe I'm gonna die. You know, some people don't believe they're gonna die. Amen. Some people say, well, I just don't believe in the Bible, period. Mm. Some people say, I believe in it a little bit. Some people say, well, I, 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 I'll get it when I get ready to get it. Well, you ain't going to be able to get it when you want And I want mine now. <laughs> I, right. I, if I had another soul, I'd say, so, so, listen, you need Christ. I ain't got number one soul, and I don't told this soul already. You're going to accept Jesus Christ. 
And guess what? The Lord said, I don't seal you with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. Amen. And he don't promise me. He don't promise me every promise in this Bible. God don't promise me. But the one thing he mainly promised, he said, one thing you have, you have eternal life. In other words, I will be able to live with Christ forever. Come on now, think about that. I'll be able to live with Christ forever. Every born-again believer that's accepted Jesus Christ on this planet will live mm. with Christ forever. There won't be no more separation such as we've been separated for the Lord for 6,000 years. Man, every time a man is born, Amen. he's going separated from God. And he has to get a connection with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. If you're 15, if you're 9 years old, if you're 30 years old, if you're 45 years old and you don't ran the streets and you don't did what you want to do and you don't been going to church until your face looked like the front door of the church and you still, you still ain't got saved, you need to be saved. That's right. Because some people, some people are going to hell through the church. Uh-oh. Amen. Some folks are going to hell through the church. Mm-hmm. And going to hell through the church, this is what it is. It's somebody that done joined the church, been baptized, but they never repented of their sins. That's right. And they're going on. They're going on formation. They're going on what they know. But to know Jesus Christ in your head is not good enough. You've got to know him in your heart. And your heart has to be changed. Don't go nowhere. Don't miss heaven. If you were driving on a highway and you put up a million signs, people still wouldn't be convinced. And the signs would say, don't miss heaven. Don't miss heaven. Just read it. For thousands of miles, don't miss heaven. <laughs> don't don't miss, miss heaven. And they'll say, oh, man, I'm sick of this, man. Put me something else. And if you put, don't go to hell, don't go to hell, they say, well, I ain't worried about that. I don't think I'll go. But you better quit thinking. And you ought to know where you're going mm. before you leave this planet. That's so right. We thank That's God. right. We thank God. We thank God so much for this opportunity to preach this gospel. It's preaching and teaching and explaining and maintaining the faith until Jesus Christ comes back again. And he's soon to come back. And when he comes back, he's coming back after a what? A church. And I'm going to close with this. The church will arrive in heaven shortly through the rapture. Yeah, yeah. come on, doctor. We we will arrive in heaven shortly. I got my ticket. Yes, sir. Uh, I got I, mine too. I, I, I got the qualifications. I got my PhD, past having doubts. I got my BA, a born again. I got my Amen. master. Jesus Christ is my master, and I'm majoring in three Amen. three subjects: faith, love, and hope. And That's out right. of the, all three of those, the greatest is love. And when I see Jesus, I'm gonna hug him. I'm gonna kiss him. I'm going to hold his neck. Good God Almighty, do you know what I'm saying? I'm going to love that. I love the man already. I love God. And I know brother, I know brother, what's it called, loves him too. Because number one, I I know he's about, I don't know, he's about 3,000 miles from me. But when I go, when the trumpet blow, when when the trumpet blow, I'm going to meet him. 
Good God, oh, man. Right. I'm going to this brother. I met him already. I went to uh, Lubbock, Texas one time, and ooh, I feel like I'm going to meet But anyway, I'm going to meet him on the Jordan River, on that river on the other side. And God said, preach the word. And I'm going to close with this. Jesus said, come to me, and I will set you free. He said, come to me. He said, repent. Come on. Come on, repent. Repent means to be brokenhearted with a contrite spirit, and you humble yourself before the cross, and you tell Jesus Christ, Lord, I'm sorry I'm a sinner. Save my soul. I repent of my sin. I confess of my mind. I believe in my heart that God, God literally raised his son from the dead for my justification. That's right. So all these wars and stuff that's coming on in the Middle East, all the killing Mm. and murder is going to continue on until the angels put one foot on the land and one on the sea. He's going to have a whole little book in his hand. He's going to say, the time is now. That's it. She'll be no longer. And that's when Lord Christ will rapture the church. Brother Bazaar won't be here. Brother brother, brother, brother Tim won't be here. I'll be gone. Amen. But as before we Amen. leave, we want to leave you this. God loves you. Come to Jesus right now. Father, those that's out there, only thing they got to do is confess with their mouth and believe with their heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Amen. Thou shalt be saved. Come on in. And God, when you receive the Holy Spirit, guess what? God will lead you and guide That's you right. to be baptized. Now, if you don't, if let's say you get saved today and you never was baptized, would you go to heaven? Absolutely, you will go to heaven. Amen. <laughs> oh, a lot of people don't believe that. Water baptism is not saved. Water baptism is a identification badge that you're representing the burial, death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and you'll be in obedience to the baptism of Jesus Christ. And if the, if the rapture of the church would happen after you get saved, you would definitely go to heaven because you don't have the spiritual baptism. You've been baptized with the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And so now, you, if you accepted Christ today and you die tonight, you will absolutely go to heaven. Amen. If you're fooling around with God and you're faking it and you really didn't accept him, then you will be left here. So make sure, make very sure you got a hold to the anchor. And God will bless each and every one of you that listen to me. Grab your friends. If you got some friends, tell them, turn the radio on. Turn, turn the internet on. There's some, there's some, I, I, I want to use it. There's some crazy preachers on there, but man, they show preach the gospel. They preach the gospel. And the gospel Amen. is Jesus Christ can save your soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In his name. I appreciate Amen. you for being with me tonight. You inspire Amen. me. Thank you for having me. Being in there with me. I know you're on the, on the road and you're working hard, but God give you enough grace to be with me because it, it, it's something. Time is winding up. We don't have too much time to do this, so we want to try to get in as much as we can. And I understand if you can't, you know, if you be tired and you, you think you can make, let me know and I'll take it on in. But I appreciate you so much that we can Amen. walk and talk. And tell this world before it's too late 
to come on in because one That's thing right. you don't want to do, you don't want to go through the tribulation period. Amen. You're trying to save your soul. Amen. But if you do go through right. the tribulation period, there's some witnesses that's coming, the 144,000 and the two witnesses. They will witness oh. to you. And you can get saved at that time because that's what you call the gleaning time. The harvest is right. already taken, getting ready to take place, but the gleaning, the leftovers, those that's left here after the rapture will be caught up 